Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm Mike Kachopoli. All right, here we are. Here we are. Come in. Come on in. Let's get comfortable. Let's get comfortable on this Thursday evening. Five days. We are now at the point where you can count the days of the election on one hand. Put up one hand. Everyone put up one hand with me. Five. Five short days until the midterm elections of our dreams, maybe, hopefully, looking good. It's getting better every day. The numbers are getting better every day. Every day now, I usually do this up in, you know, two weeks going to the election, the other midterm or presidential election, I usually look on 538.com and Real Clear Politics. Those are my go-tos. Um, and at uh, this, this point in the game, I go on every day once. Uh, not like Twitter. I don't go on 75 times. I go on once and I see what's going on. And both both 538 and Real Clear Politics are more and more and more uh, buffo on the Republicans now. Bullish, I guess you would say. That they're going to take everything basically that real clear politics thinks they can get 54 senate seats and uh now 538 is giving the republicans a much be- a better chance of winning the senate more than 50 50 chance of winning both the senate and the house and the democrats only have i think a you know like a one ten chance of doing that so it's it's looking really good now it's looking really good and i will say once again if they are under polling republicans like they usually do if they're underpolling Republicans by a point or two, even a point or two, it could be a real tsunami. So I don't even think they need to be underpolling Republicans for them to take the Senate and the House. But if they're underpolling Republicans at all, at all, uh, it could be a huge, huge tsunami where we could see Republicans getting to 55, maybe 56 in the Senate, taking maybe 50, 55 seats in the House getting to maybe 32, 33 governors. So it could be a, it could be a really big night. It could be a really big night. Um, and as I said yesterday, a big reason why, yes, it's the economy, stupid, it's crime, it's, it's the COVID stuff. But a big reason why one party wins an election, one party loses is on the ground. It's the ground game. It's how the candidates are doing in their elections in their campaigns, the message they're sending. Is it a consistent message? Is it a strong message? Is what the American people want to hear? Is it is it addressing the needs and concerns of the American people? And the Republican Party is just doing, the Republican candidates just doing a much better job of that. This election cycle, they are simply doing a better job of that. They're really show they're really tapping into the needs of people, right? And 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 they're and they're empathizing with people. They're the party's doing a better job of tapping into what people need to hear, want to hear, and they're empathizing with their cause. They're saying, like Bill Clinton said, I feel your pain, where the Democrats are not doing that. They're simply screaming and yelling about stolen elections in January 6th. And if you're a Republican, you're a terrorist. And if you vote Republican, it's the, you, you want the democracy to end. You want the world to come to an end. You know, Biden doing his monthly screaming fests on TV about how bad Republicans are and basically just alienating Half the electorate? No, by the polling, 60, 65% of the electorate this time around. So you're, you're telling all those people, the majority of the people voting, that they're morons. That's not a way to get votes. That might feel great. It might feel good. It might feel good to say, you're all morons. Go ahead, vote the way you're going to vote. But that's not going to win you any elections, baby. Okay? It's just basically what the, what the Democrats are doing. And another reason why Republicans are going to win so big on Tuesday 
is freedom. And that sounds cliche, but it's really not. Democrats have shown over the last two and a half or three years, they really don't like freedom. They don't. Or they like freedom package their way, their way of freedom. You get that shot. That's my way of that's my way of being free. You you get the, I force you to get a vaccine. I force you to wear a mask. I force you to shut down your business, so on and so forth. That's my that's the Democrats version of freedom, making you do things they want, making you do things their way makes them feel better and free. But that's not real freedom. We know that. And this continues with, yes, the macro, the big things like the shutdowns and what, what have you, but also the, the micro like social media, like like Twitter. So Elon Musk owns Twitter for what now? I'm losing track. A week? A week and a half? And they're going apoplectic about the stupidest things. They're making themselves look so dumb. Right before an election, they're making themselves look incredibly stupid. And, of course, the stupidest of the stupid is AOC, who is a total scam. She's a total sham. She saw an opening because that guy Crowley became a lazy Democrat like they all do on both sides when they're in office for so long. They think they can never lose. They think they're in a district where they're loved and people are just going to vote for them. They don't have to work for it. And she saw an opening because she's an opportunist. She's a very good, slick, slimy opportunist. And she saw, she saw the opportunity and she went out there and campaigned and Joe Crowley did not campaign. And that was the whole difference. Once again, how you win elections, the groundwork. So she did her thing. And she was she did AOC's whole career in politics is, is one great campaign. Six months of great campaigning. That's her whole thing, how she first got into Congress. And since then, of course, she's done absolutely nothing but self-aggrandizement. And part of her self-aggrandizement is saying things like, if you disagree with her, you want to fuck her, which she has said. That's not fake news. She said that. Um, of course, I'm more vulgar than she is, but that's basically what she said. And uh, and then doing things like getting into stupid spats with Elon Musk because it makes her feel superior. It makes her feel like an actual it makes her feel like worth worth something that Elon Musk responds to her. But he responds to her in the best possible ways. Elon Musk, by the way, if you haven't noticed, is very funny. He's very funny. Uh, He spends more time on Twitter than me, which I think is great that the owner of a company actually spends more time on their company than than I do, which I didn't think was possible. I think it was possible for like a billionaire with a life and responsibility to spend more time on Twitter than I do. But he does. And he's very funny in his response. And I give him credit because he actually responds to people. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not like this guy in his high horse that doesn't respond to people. So think of any owner. Think of a a sports team. How many owners of sports teams go on Twitter and respond every day several times to people either criticizing them or suggestions. And, and he'll, he'll, not only will he take suggestions, but he'll actually implement them. Just like the 20, this $8 a month fee thing for Twitter Blue was going to be $20 a month originally. And people were saying it was too much. So he made it eight. You see, he actually listened to people and he made it $8. How many owners do that? I say no owners, you know. You know, there, there are fans of sports teams who say, you know, the owner should do this, do that. They don't do any of it. It's like they don't care. It's like just give us your money and that's it. Fuck off. But that's not the way Elon Musk is. So he's interactive. He's funny. He responds to people. He responds to regular, ordinary people. You don't have to be a blue check mark. In fact, many of us will be blue check marks starting Monday. 
Um, but uh, and he takes people's advice and suggestions. So right there, right there, he's my favorite billionaire because most of them are just on their high horse um, and he's not. So AOC, anyway, I'm getting to this long windedly. AOC complains and says, oh, freedom, I guess freedom costs eight dollars, which is, of course, idiotic. She's an idiot. She's a moron. And a few, I say many left morons have tried to make this point, which isn't a point. It just shows how stupid they are, that you have to pay $8 for freedom. First of all, what happened to it's a private company? Weren't they telling us all of COVID and all the censorship? Oh, Twitter's a private company. They can do what they want. Not what? It's not a private company anymore because Elon Musk owns it. They're Elon Musk, who they have in their in their crazy stage four Trump derangement syndrome mind have made this crazed conservative who's never voted Republican in his life until now. So they're complaining and AOC's complaining that eight dollars will it cost eight dollars for freedom. Well, it's so idiotic because you don't have to pay the eight dollars to go on Twitter. You don't have to pay the eight dollars to go on Twitter. You have to pay the eight dollars for extra features. And in case AOC doesn't know it, because she's such a fucking imbecile, almost every platform online has added features that you pay extra for now, right? Actually, some platforms you have to pay for. You cannot get Netflix unless you pay much more than $8. In fact, they raise their prices like every year. What is it, 15 now? So Netflix, you don't get it all. So you can't watch movies. Is that, the, is that, is that taking away your freedom? Hulu, all of these, all those services, you don't pay, you don't get them at all. Okay, there is no service that's free. Now, YouTube is free to use, but if you want extra extra advantages, like no ads, you have to pay for it. You don't have to pay to go on YouTube, but you have to pay for the extra ad features and so on and so forth. And so on, Spotify, Apple Music, all this stuff. Some of them you can't use at all without paying, and some of them you can use basic bottom line, but then you get added features. And most of those places, most of those outlets cost a lot more than $8 a month for their added features. So, of course, this is not taking away your freedom if you don't pay the $8. It just means you don't get the blue check mark anymore, honey. That's what really bothers these liberals, these elitists. They love that blue check mark system of the prior Twitter ownership, which says you're important, you're not important. You're, we, 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 the, we, the liberal elite who give 99.9% to Democrats, are going to decide that you're important and you're not important. Okay? And so who are they going to favor? They're going to favor the left. They're going to favor the liberals. They're more important. But, but even, even that system they had makes no sense. Because as I opined on Twitter a few days ago to Elon Musk, there are 15-year-olds there are 15-year-olds with sports podcasts that were given a blue check mark and yet Steve Kornacki of MSNBC and NBC Sports doesn't have one. Jay Bhattacharya, the doctor from Stanford University doesn't have one. But these these pachin little 15-year-olds with podcasts have blue check marks. You you see a person with a blue check mark you're like who the fuck is this person? I never heard of them. And yet people with real cachet who many of us would agree have real cachet, whether we like them or not, don't get blue check marks. So that system didn't even make sense. Even their own ridiculous hierarchy class system made no sense. And at one point you could apply for it, then they stopped doing that, then you couldn't apply anymore. It was I was running for Congress. They didn't give me a blue check mark. And I looked into it and I saw people with blue check marks and I said, how'd you get that? And they said, oh, you used to be able to apply, but then you couldn't apply anymore. 
So the, the king and queen of those, what were their names? They have Shakespearean villain names, Agrawal, whatever the fuck the other guy's name. They decided then. You couldn't even ask them. They just decided randomly, if you were lucky enough, that they'd anoint you a blue check mark. So what Elon Musk is doing is leveling the playing field. Everyone who pays eight bucks gets a blue check mark. If you're a millionaire and you pay eight bucks, you get it. If you're a guy that makes $30,000 a year and you pay eight bucks, you get the blue check mark. That's called leveling the playing field. And he put it at a, at a rate where you can't say only the wealthy can afford $8. Because as Elon Musk so cleverly put out there yesterday, it was a little cartoon of a guy with his $8 Starbucks. And he put $8 per day and the guy's smiling. And then he put Twitter, $8 per month, and the guy's frowning. So most people can afford to spend hundreds of dollars, some of them, on, on Starbucks per month. Those people can afford $8 a month for Twitter if they want to. So for, for pennies a day, I feel like I'm doing an ad. For pennies a day, I should do the ad for Elon Musk. For pennies a day, for 36 cents, a, for pennies a day, you can get a blue check mark now, just like the billionaire can have a blue check mark, just like the governor has a blue check mark, just like AOC has a blue check mark. You pay your $8, you get it. If she doesn't pay her $8, she doesn't get it. This is what the left hates. The left hates this level playing field. Now, if, if it was like $110 a month, I would say it's not a level playing field. AOC can afford that. I can't. But $8, as Elon Musk demonstrated, people can afford that. So that is – plus the guy just spent $44 billion. So if you like what he's doing, if you like that he's going to – some people think he's going to make a profit. I don't think he'll ever make a profit. I don't. I'll be shocked if he ever makes a profit in his lifetime on Twitter. So the fact that he's going to lose money – Yet he's bringing this level playing field. He's trying to make it more free and open. I have no problem giving a guy who just dumped $44 billion of my, of my money a month. I don't. And I will do it. And on Monday, this all starts, by the way. It's being rolled out Monday. It starts Monday. So I'll be very happy to do it. And I really implore anyone who's on Twitter now or has not been on Twitter, go on there starting Monday. Pay the $8. Get that blue check mark. Really. Get it. And level this playing field. Because even people like, I'll get to you in a second, Iggy, even people like myself who I know that blue checkmark system was, was bullshit the way it formerly was. Um, psychologically, your eye went to that blue checkmark. And psych even, even subconsciously, you said to yourself, this person is somebody, right? We all do that. So now that playing field will be leveled more. And I'm very happy about that. Plus, there are other features that will be phased in, such as your, you'll go to the top of feeds. People will see your – if you have a blue check mark and you pay the $8, people will see your tweets more. You'll be able to edit your tweets. There are a lot of other features there that make it worth it to pay the fucking $8 a month. All right? And it's just worth it to pay it just to nudge the left, just to needle the left. It's so worth $8 a month for that, to needle those people that don't want me to be able to have a blue check mark. OK. A guy who ran for Congress, a guy who's had a podcast five nights a week for a year, a guy who's on the radio for 10 years. I don't have my blue check mark. I think I should get a blue check mark before a lot of people on there. But the former system did not allow me to do that. Because the kings and queens of Twitter on Market Street in San Francisco decided randomly and arbitrarily who got it. And believe me. If you had a podcast that wasn't extreme left, they weren't going to give you a blue check mark. An extreme left podcast 
Look at them. Look at the extreme left podcasters. They all have blue check marks. All of them. So this will level it. But Democrats, as I've put in the title, and people, the left can't take freedom. They hate it. I'm not being facetious. They don't like freedom. Part of freedom is a level playing field. They always talk about that, don't they? Don't socialists always talk about level playing fields? But now all of a sudden they don't like that anymore. Just like socialists talked about how evil Big Pharma was, then they sucked up to, they stuck the tit of Big Pharma for three years. Now we're hearing that Pfizer and other companies, big corporations like Pfizer, are, are pulling their advertising <laughs> from Twitter because Elon Musk is not allowing them to censor comments saying how bad the vaccines are anymore. Okay? <laughs> the, Elon Musk is not allowing the censorship of, of, of real information anymore. So they're pissed off about that. It'll hurt their profits. They'll make 75 billion instead of 77 billion, these fucking scumbags. They hate that. They're losing 2 billion. So they're going to pull their ads. Now, wouldn't the, shouldn't the left and the progressives and the socialists be thrilled that big farmers pulling their ads? That big farmers not going to fill people's heads with lies anymore and propaganda? Shouldn't the left and the progressives love that? No, you're not hearing any of that, are you, from them? Because they're hypocrites and everything they do proves they're hypocrites. They're fakes. They're phonies. They're fraudulent. They're frauds. You cannot believe anything they ever say again. You cannot take anything they say seriously. Everything they say is out there to hurt the mad, the many. Profit the few and hurt the many. They hate freedom. They don't like it. They want things their way. Freedom is you do what they say and you do it now and you do it well. That's freedom. You go against that and you're and that they don't like. That they call fascism. When you don't listen to what the left says to do, when you don't march in lockstep with the left, they call you a fascist. Because you're not doing you're not you're not you're not giving into their control love, their love and need of control and dominance over you. They hate freedom. And they've proven it over the last three years. Here's someone who loves freedom. Iggy, what's up? Hey Mike, how's good, it going? Good. How you doing, Iggy? Not too bad, thanks. Look, I'm 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 on the fence here with this um Twitter thing. I was kind of having this out. I put this towards to Michael Tracy, the uh, independent journalist, on his <laughs> podcast or his um, little call-in show earlier on. And my concern is that, look, if you think about what what Musk is, he's yeah. a military-industrial security complex contractor, and the blue check mark was actually a way for people to actually identify who was or wasn't a bot because it basically meant if you paid for something you'd effectively authenticated yourself as a real human right if you think about what that's what that is that was a, that was a twitter's way of dealing with its own platform problem that it could not be bothered to fix itself it couldn't be bothered to strip out bots or, or admit admit exactly how many bots there were so it just said well if we get people to pay five dollars then then people other people will know they're not bots right you know, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean the the previous Twitter blue, Twitter blue under the old yeah. guard? Well, yeah. You didn't get a, You didn't get a blue check mark from that. Yeah. What did you get it for? You just got no. You you got features like you could edit your tweet. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So all right, maybe I'm, maybe that five dollars got you added features like you can edit your tweet in thirty minutes. You can look at certain news items without advertisers. It was that kind of a thing. Yeah, it was that. It was that. But it did not give you, even though they see that. 
I think they were being deceptive. They called it, when I first saw something called Twitter blue, I said, oh, that must mean blue checkmark. They wanted people mm -hmm. to believe that it meant blue checkmark, but it never did. So now for an extra $3 a month, it will mean blue checkmark. But Elon, I'll let you finish. But Musk said this is also a verification system. Now, it's not 100%, yeah. right? Because you can get bots, fake accounts with a credit card or whatever. But it'll be at least a better system of then having okay. having a credit card on file and a name goes along with that credit card, of course, of it being a real person. So it will, it'll knock down the bot percentage somewhat and then they'll figure it out from there. So it will help. Okay. It will help. Fair, fair enough. If I'm mistaken about that, then that's, that's, that, yeah. I appreciate the correction, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so what, what I'm what I'm sort of also bothers me is that it's the perception of what Twitter is. You know, people, um, well, the media want you to believe or want to start trying to introduce this concept that it's the, um, it's, a, it's like the public square. But I totally disagree with that. It's a private space. It's a private platform under corporate control with unknown masters, unknown agendas, and it's completely opaque in how it works, right? Yeah. So there's, there's evidence now, obviously, that there's the, the Department for Homeland Security, um, the CIA and the FBI have all had influence over, and, and the NIH, NIAD, uh, NIAID and all the rest of that, have all had direct influence over what was being peddled on these platforms, whether that's, you know, any, any social media platforms, right? So the one thing that you can't believe is that these situations are radically changing because, and because in fact, as a private company now that doesn't release any of its inner, inner accounts, I mean, you've got even less knowledge about it. So one of the things I'll put out there, and I know that this is going to sound like a bit of a reach is that people seem to believe that, that Elon Musk is some good actor, right? When he's actually an oligarch and, and, and people can't know exactly what it is that, that, that Elon, Elon Musk's agenda is. He, 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 he does some vis he does visible work, but that doesn't mean to say that you know him or you can trust him or that he is, uh, his um, attitude is or objectives are aligned to yours as a, as a citizen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to what Twitter is, I mean, in a way it would be better to say that all of these speech expression platforms um, are not the public square. They are private spaces. And therefore, if they if society really has has value for them, right, we should actually have a public utility version which competes in ex exists with them and competes with them. I I pay three or five dollars a month, or, or you know, um, for something that I believe was a public utility in free speech, right? But but to be honest, I can't be asked to pay money for social media because it's all privately controlled and. Manipulative, highly manipulative. Well, but I think I think Musk, in a way, is trying to make it as much of a uh, free speech forum, public forum, as possible. I mean, there are limitations, but I think I think his attempt to do that is worth an initial eight dollar. Look, it's eight dollars a month. You can stop paying it after the first. You can give it a few months and see how things go on Twitter, and then stop paying it if you don't want. But I mean, my feeling is I've used Twitter for a decade now. You know. And uh, I was even paying the five a month. I, I paid the old mm. guy. I mean, that was, it was that I was reluctant to do because I don't want to give those people money. But I knew Musk was possibly going to buy it soon. So I said, all right, let me do this. And I paid the five bucks because I'd like to be able to, you know, I tweet so much. I'd like to be able to edit it. 
I mean, there have been several times where I, I send something out and I go, oh, shit. Then I got to delete it. And so now I get to at least edit it, you know, so that that's why that's pretty much why I paid the five bucks. So, look, if I'm already paying five, I'm going to pay another three to get that blue check mark. It's just to me, it's a no brainer. It really is. But then isn't there a contradiction between the concept of free speech, which costs eight dollars a month? But it doesn't free cost speech, eight. free. What I'm saying is it doesn't cost you. That's what AOC said, but it doesn't. You can still go on. Twitter. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Oh, no, no. But, right. Um, right. But I'm saying it doesn't cost eight. What I'm saying is that the fact is the eight dollars, I believe, in my opinion, it, it levels the playing field because AOC pays eight dollars. She gets a blue check mark. Mike Chopley pays eight dollars. I get the blue check mark. It's yeah, not okay. a, it's not a situation now where AOC gets it and I don't. In other words, AOC but, is more but, important because she's in Congress and I'm not. I just do a podcast. I just ran for Congress. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, it doesn't make the, that that class system is kind of disgusting. It's kind of gross. It really is. But but what we're what we're talking about here, people are spending a large amount of time focusing on the private short form expression platform, right? Which has been proven to have connections to DHS, the FBI, CIA, and others. That's completely manipulated by the government because now, and the thing is, if Musk takes over, well, sorry, I mean, Musk's control of it doesn't guarantee that that's changed. It just might look different, right? Because propaganda, well, the good thing, the best propaganda always has a kernel of truth in it. And also, there's a lot of theatre to be had in saying, you know what, everybody knew that Twitter was dog shit to the point where it was nosediving in credibility. So what they ended up doing, because it was such a good propaganda tool, was they played this theatrical game where they got a billionaire to, to go through and theatrically buy it and made some changes. And people were stupid enough to believe that it was significant enough for change. But really all they did was just stopped, uh, believed, believed the hype, stopped thinking about whether they were being manipulated or not and moved on. And they were actually always being manipulated. Why is it not that? Well, I don't, I don't, we have to give them a chance. How do you, well, you're saying that they were stupid to believe it will change. How do we know it's not? To tell you the truth, Iggy, it might be a mind over matter situation, but I'm not the first person to say this. I think it's much more fun in just in the last week. Just having that old guard gone feels like, like a breath of fresh air. And to have Musk on there now, well, Musk cannot be deleted. He can't be canceled. They can't spend his accounts as the owner. Just having him on there saying funny things like when AOC says to him, oh, this is when she complains and he goes, okay, thank you for that point. Now pay $8. I mean, it's hilarious. Okay. But Mike, you are, but, but what are you talking about? Right. Are you not just falling for what is little more than the most paper thin veneer of pantomime? Right. Because think about it. If you, if you were literally, if you are the, the department for Homeland security going, you know what, a remarkable number of people, treat social media in a way that they shouldn't. They actually treat it as one of their primary information feeds because they're too fucking lazy to go and actually get primary information. In fact, people's information discipline is so piss poor, they don't know anything about truth or noise, right? right. And so these, these platforms are therefore very powerful because they allow us to control people's perception instantly. That's what they do, that's what they are for. That's why the deep state and polit politics and corporations control th these, these things, right? And they build relationships to control the advertising and everything, right? All of it, that is a fact, but people don't care. They still engage in this crap, right? So, uh, so again, my point I get, is that- I get, I get what you're saying, but here's the bottom line, okay? Yeah. I do a podcast and I, and I promote that podcast on Twitter. 
And the fact of the matter is I've been shadow banned for years now on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I, I, so I get very few likes and retweets. Um, so my feeling is maybe it's a selfish thing, but I, I, I don't, I don't mind paying. I mean, supposedly one of the features is the blue check mark. Once again, it's also a subconscious thing. As I said, people see the blue check mark automatically. They think, okay, this is something, whether it's true or not, but also the idea of my stuff going to the top more and more people seeing it helps me in my podcast be seen, heard. I get more listeners. I get more callers. It helps me. Okay. So, and I think it helps democracy because I do such a great podcast. So maybe it's, a, but there's another guy out there who does a podcast who's had the same problem. There's another right guy who does a center right or whatever conservative libertarian podcast who's had the same problems. And now maybe he'll, his stuff or her stuff will be heard. I think it's important. I really do. I really do. Because okay. right now only the biggest names. Okay get seen and heard and i think if it's a system where our st when when uh, when people like me when we share our stuff and more people see it and it opens up to a bigger audience i think that's actually good for us it's good for society it's good for freedom i really do and once okay. again i'm, I'm going to see if this works starting next week i'm going to yeah, see okay if, cool I'm see if one, system, one thing i would you know works. i would ask though what two two things actually a quick quick question do you use Getter and Bastion and the other kind of alternatives? I'm all over the place. I use Facebook, Good. Getter, Truth, Truth, Truth Social, all of them. Because you do oh. need to support, people need to support competition in platforms, otherwise they oh, just... Oh, I'm on Getter and Truth all the time. Yeah. Okay. No, I the second, The second yeah. thing is they definitely need to either even-handedly fact-check and correct people's information, even-handedly, or don't do it at all. And an example of that is Joe Biden. He's literally wandering around giving speeches that are full of bullshit, as you pointed out, you know, yesterday. As, but Twitter, uh, Twitter now has done that. You see, finally, for the first, right there is a change. It's not made up, man. Twitter, the other, yesterday, Biden said something about, you know, some fact that was wrong. And Twitter actually put a check on it. That has never happened before. Before Elon Musk took over, Joe Biden was never checked. Never. You see? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, keep a close eye on that because it's got to it's got to be consistent and long lasting. Otherwise, it's all for nothing. Yeah. I mean, once again, the old guard checked Trump whenever Trump put something out, they would check it all, constantly, constantly checking it. But the old guard never checked Biden. But now here we are just one week and Biden's already had a, a, a fact check. So, look. Obviously, algorithms are being played around with. Things are changing. People claim they're getting more users, getting more uh, uh, followers now. So we'll see what happens. But I, I want to give the guy a chance. Because mm. unlike you, I have, I have faith that Twitter can be something. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think you think it can be something. I think it can be something. You know, so we'll see. I mean, once again, the jury's out. It's too early. We'll see how this goes. We'll see. Another good thing, and I'll get to Daniel in a second, anybody else who wants to call in, but the good thing is I'm on Twitter now and I see someone saying at Elon Musk, this person has been banned for six months. Please check into it. And he responds and he does. That is something that never happened with the old guard. You had, in other words, you had no person to tweet to that would respond to you. Now people know. See, Elon Musk is like a hands-on owner, right? Where he's there all the time in the business. He's constantly there interacting with customers. That's a good thing. I really do. That's think what you that's want to believe. Well, but he's doing it. What do you mean believe? It's not fake. He's doing it and he's reinstating accounts when people say, please look. Look, Elon Musk doesn't know. There might be 5,000 accounts that were suspended. He doesn't know all those people. So he has to be alerted of them. And people are. They're saying, put this person back on. He's doing it. You see? Yeah. So, well, there are some people who, who don't feel that they're having that experience. Scott Ritter, for example, is one 
for, for basically calling out war crimes in Ukraine and other things because he is not a favourite of the of the um, of the state at all. So you know, it depends. It depends who gets the access back. Not just well, maybe. Somebody. Maybe he'll be reinstated. I don't know. I, I've seen I've seen people on Twitter. I think mention his name about about reinstating him. So I don't know. It, it might happen. There might be an am. There might be all of a sudden in the next month amnesty for many of the people who were. You know, once they get into the system, there might be amnesty for a lot of people. You know, I mean, there's also a yeah. uh, a movement to bring Trump back. And Musk has said that Trump is welcome back. Trump just has his own thing now with truth. And he's got money in it. So, he's you know, he probably won't bother going on the competition now. So, you know, but he's allowed to if he wants. I mean, that's a huge thing. Hey, let me let me let's get let me get cool. to Dan. Take it easy, Mike. Thanks. I appreciate the call as always. All right. Sure. OK. All right. Mm. All right, Daniel. Daniel, what's up? Mike, how are you? Good, good. Who is actually seriously complaining about an $8 charge when they're carrying around an $800 phone and they're paying somewhere about 100 bucks a month for their um, phone bill? I mean, who, who, who really cares? Wait a minute, it's even worse than that. AOC drives a fucking Tesla. Can you believe this hypocrite? She drives a Tesla. How much did she pay for that? More than $8 a month. Well, yeah, of course, but I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about you. You're going to use your phone to access Twitter. That's your gateway. Your gateway to access Twitter is already costing you at least an order of magnitude more per month, possibly possibly twenty times per month, um, what that char- that Twitter charge would be. So, so who who, who cares? Who really well, cares? But they're doing it just they're doing it just to be spiteful bitches. That's all. It's not. Yeah. It's not. So, it's so, not the so money. I'm, I'm it's just, not the money. Just, it's the just, idea that it's not the money. It's the idea that Elon Musk, horrible right winger Elon Musk, is asking for your eight dollars. Yeah. Well, I I just don't care about the whole discussion. The whole eight bucks and it's a it's a big it's, it's a big nothing to me. What I want to know is where the fuck are these blue check marks? I have never seen one. <laughs> what do you mean you've never seen one? I, don't I have never seen a blue check mark on Twitter. What are you talking about? Everyone has eighty um, percent of the people have blue check marks. What do you mean you haven't seen a blue I, check? Mark? Where, where, where are these it's, check it's marks? Next to their name, it's a blue check mark next to the name. Not on my it's, phone. Oh yes, there is. You, you're insane. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. I <laughs> have rolled through oh, over the le- why. Why you guys were talking? I, I was thinking to myself. What you is, know what? I've what, never what, do you, seen what do you have? Like a, what do you have? Like a banana phone? Is it a banana? Is it a real phone? I have an iPhone. It's a. Um, it's about um, ten months old. Uh, what, what, what is it? Thirteen or whatever. Oh come on! Of course you have the same one you have. Of course they. Elon Musk blue check mark right next to Tim nope. Urban blue check mark nope. Apple TV Plus nope. blue check mark Jake Shields look- blue check mark. I am looking. I am looking at an Elon Musk tweet right now. Tiny All talk right. is talk is talk that's so small it feels like it's coming from your own mind. There's no blue check mark next to it. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, how could you not? How could your Twitter? How could your Twitter app not have blue check marks? Doesn't make any sense. I don't well, get it. Well, well, here's the question: Do 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 I need to enable some feature on Twitter that no. has never been enabled? No. Yeah, well, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you, Mark. I'm not, I want Mike, you. I want you right now, as we speak, to go on Twitter and. Uh, write to Elon Musk and say there is no blue check mark. Why is I have an app, a Twitter app, and I I never see blue check marks. Send that you, to him. I, I'm going to take a screenshot of, yeah, of my phone right now. Send it to me, and I'm and I'm, yeah. I'm going to send it to you. I've never, okay, I've, never heard, I've never heard of that. 
Okay, I'm taking one with Elon Musk, uh, an Elon Musk tweet on it, and I'm screenshotting it to you right now. This is insane. I can't believe this. I can, you must have this. I've never seen a thing like this. But let me see. Hold on. Is that, did you send this? Just a whole second. I don't believe it. I don't believe this for a second. I don't believe it. Well, You're not you seeing will something. in a second. <laughs> You're not seeing something here. Ah, crap. What did I do? Is there anyone out there who has a, a Twitter app where they don't see the blue check mark? If anyone else has a blue has a, has an app, come on now, write to me, whatever. Because I've never heard this before. I've never every phone I've ever had, every app I've ever had, even before they were updated, has had blue check marks. I've never ever had a Twitter since they started doing the blue check marks. I don't know how many years ago. I have never had an app or a phone that hasn't had the blue check mark next to it. I've got an iPhone. I've got a Samsung. I've got tablets. They all have the blue check mark. Did you get it? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, okay. But on your phone, it's a, it's a white check mark. Don't you see that little thing next to Elon Musk? It's a check mark. Is it white on yours? Or is it coming through white on the... On it's, the it's, 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 it's white. I've never noticed. I've never noticed a blue check mark ever. I don't get, but but you see the check mark though, right? Yeah, I, I see the check mark now, but I never noticed it because there's no blue check mark. Is so the blue the check mark is white on your phone, Daniel? Yeah. Is it black and white? Do you have a certain filter on? Will you have like an eye filter on? I I have never played with the settings on my on my Twitter account. I don't even I'm, know where the settings. You might have maybe you have that night vision thing set up where it's a night vision. Because that might that might just change the color, the fonts on your phone. Could 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 be. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to settings right but now. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, the fact life. of the matter is, you do see a check mark next to his name. You don't see a check mark next to your name or my name. That's the whole point. That's what I mean. Yeah. So that's you know you know you you have a yeah. So that's but there is a check mark there, and that's the whole point. You know that that <clears throat> that system of check marks. You know. So I have a okay. question for you. Okay. 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 Um, I, let's see. I do have dark mode on. I'm going to turn dark mode off. Oh, that's ugly. <laughs> so, so, um, so somehow dark mode was, was uh, by default on on my system. And how about now? Have you, have you fixed it? Yeah, I'm, try I'm, I'm looking for... Now I got a blue check mark for the first time ever. I see you see, because you're on dark mode. And, I, and you know what? I bet if I go on my phone and I put this on dark mode, my check marks will come out black and white also. So that's interesting. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That solves this, this, this mystery. Thank you so much. But I want to go back to the old. <laughs> I, th I think that dark mode is better for your eyes, isn't it? Don't they say oh, that? Oh, yeah. This, this is brutal. I'm going <laughs> yeah. back. <laughs> Especially if you're not used to it. If you're not used to the brightness, I'm sure the yeah, dark mode I, is I'm, better. You know, I get I get some of what what Iggy is saying, I get, but um, you know, like I said, I really don't I really don't care about the blue check mark. What I check mark? What I do care about is another thing that, that Iggy is talking about, and and I've mentioned before, um, and, or at least Iggy touched on, and and that's the um, the dangerousness of of this platform, um, the dangerousness of social media in general, and as I've said many times before, we don't understand this. And the, and the so-called masters of the universe that think that they can use it to manipulate us, they don't understand it either. 
and they're playing with fire. And I think our whole our world is playing with fire at this point because this is disrupting our psychology on the individual level and community level, state level, national level is really doing a number on our heads. And I think all of us can feel this when, when we're honest about this um, to ourselves and to each other. This, this shit is messing with their heads. Well, it is. But also, I think I think another thing with Elon is that the, something has to try to combat the, the, the extreme power of the left-wing media. Because the left-wing media has incredible... You know, the Republicans winning is no small feat with all of the left-wing media being... With 99% of the media being against them. 99% of the media propagandizing people, believing that Democrats are, 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 are angels, and if you vote Republican, the world's going to end. And that's basically what... If you watch MSNBC, a lot of their crazy, fucked-up uh, talking heads are actually saying those kinds of things, like Beschloss. Michael Beschloss and his Stephen, his brother, they're both morons. Stephen, thankfully, blocked me on Twitter. He's such a moron. But they're saying things like, if you vote for, for, for Republicans, you're voting for evil. Basically, that's what they're saying. So it's, it's this really psychotic, you know, stage four Trump derangement syndrome stuff that is out there that makes it more difficult for Republicans to win because of the constant propagandize, the, the propaganda that the left wing media throws out there. That's what helped Tr- Biden win. If not for the left wing propaganda saying that Trump was Satan, Trump would have won that election easily. Because Biden's a dawdling old fool and no one likes Joe Biden. They never have. So it's really a a real feat for Republicans to break through the left wing media propaganda machine. So any little, you know, any any little edge we can get, any little edge we can get helps us. And and I get it it that I I get it that it's a a democratizing tool for many but um, there's reciprocity everywhere in this universe, as I'm fond of saying, as you know, and um, there's good that comes with bad. And in this case, we don't understand a lot of the bad that is coming from these devices. I think all of us can feel it. it there's, there's something that's, that's uh, quite amiss with, with the way this, uh, um, these tools are used. And, and, and personally, I think that um, we just have to get rid of anonymity. Um, screw the blue check marks. I think no, that I there should be an on-ramp on for everybody. What's that? I understand that. But the point I have made in the past, you brought this up a few weeks ago. And I said yeah. that a lot of people, because we live in a society where your boss can fire you for having a political opinion, which, of course, goes against the Constitution, but they get away with it anyway. Um, people just choose to be anonymous. They choose to be anonymous because they want to be able to say things. You know, they want to... You and I, Daniel, have the freedom to go on Twitter as our names. Actually, I use my name. You don't, right? You don't. I mean, you don't. You don't. Put, you don't put your full. Yeah. I, so I, I, I would. I would definitely one hundred percent use my name if it was required of anyone. I'd have no problem with that. The, the the only reason I don't use it at this point is because people can do crazy shit when they are anonymous. So I until the until the anonymity field is leveled. I am going to remain anonymous, but it's dangerous. It is dangerous for all of us. And I get what you're saying, but that has always been something that is in play at play when we were, you know, 50 years ago, when we didn't even dream of the Internet. You could always have gotten fired by your boss for saying something that comes with the territory that comes. from. That's another reciprocity in this universe. It comes with the territory of free speech. It's but but this anonymity has is a, another ingredient that we have never had to deal what? with, at least not at I, this I'm gonna, level. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. I'll tell you why. 
we could even go back to the days of, of ham radio and CBs, and people often had handles. People often didn't give their, you didn't have to give your full name. People often never, people knew people as, you know, Fuzzy Bear, you know, the, the big tree, the big bear. That's, that's the who, names these people had. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, had, so, a, who, who had a CB radio? <laughs> no, but I'm saying handles, handles have always been around. And handles are anonymity, basically. That, that's what they are, the anonymity. Yes, and they've but, always but, been around. But no one, but no one had a plan. At CB radios, you had maybe you know a, a hundred guys, maybe with with within range of your radio that you could chat to. It, we're talking about the entire world that people are talking to, to right now. It's, it's I mean, the the, the, uh, the analogy would have been, you know, if those CB radios connected you up to ABC and NBC back in 1960, yeah, that would have been you know the same. That would have been a, a comparable analogy, but they didn't. They just linked you. You know, it's like having a walkie-talkie. It might yeah. link you to a couple neighbors. Yeah. No, but it's still. What I'm saying is, this idea of handles and anonymity have been around for a long time. It, it, they were. It we've had it. We've, it was. We've had an anonymity in print as well. But yeah. it's, it's the it's the matter of degree right now that's important. And most people weren't even allowed weren't allowed to lend their voice to any situation without giving their name. And most people would not give pe people's opinions credence without giving their name. Except, it, you was, know, it was, love, it was part of the columns. way our structure right. and our but society in those love and columns. Our Remember the dear, the dear Abby columns, it was always anonymous, right? It was always, you know, horny in New York. Horny, <laughs> horny in New York. So because of what? Why did they do that? Because they don't want to get in trouble. They're asking a question about a lover. They're asking a question. They don't want people to know who they are. So there was a reason for the anonymity. And it's the same thing now. We don't have a system where you can write your opinion on Facebook or you can write your opinion on Twitter and then go to your office and do your job. It's like you're running around the office screaming your opinion at people. You go to the office, you do your job, and then you go home and on your free, spare, personal, private time, you write an opinion about Donald Trump that's negative or positive, or Joe Biden, that's negative or positive, and the next day your boss come, comes in and says, you either can't do it anymore or you're fired. That is that not you, American. You all, yeah, you always stood that chance before. No, with social media now, it's, it's a, there's, there's more danger is what I'm saying. There's much people more danger live, now. People, people in 1960 lived in small communities where everybody knew any, everybody, and if you wrote in an opinion to your local newspaper, everybody would have known about it, and if your look, boss look, you, you, asshole, you talk, Dan, you talk about CBs like, oh, it wasn't a lot of people. Well, that wasn't a lot of people compared to now either, and now it's in print. It's, you know, it's this proof what? of what you say now. People do something called screenshots. You couldn't do that in 1948. They do screenshots. And here, here, I'm, not here, sure, boss, I'm not sure. I'm I've lost. I've lost what your argument is at this point, Mark. My <laughs> argument is it's a much it's a much more dangerous society now because it's so much. Of course, that's, and that's what I, that's what I'm arguing. That's why we that's why we got to get rid of the anonymity. It's it this this no. the anonym. We didn't have this degree of anonymity no. fifty I, years well, ago. I have to I have to disagree. Without anonymity, we're going to get less free speech. People are going to be more afraid to speak their mind. Why would you want People, that? People, people shouldn't be afraid to be to speak their mind. It's but easy for you and me to say you people, have a job where you can tell them to go fuck off. I don't have a problem with. I don't have a boss right now. I don't have to worry about that. But I'm saying, if we had positions, if you worked at Wendy's or I worked in an office like Twitter, maybe or any office, I, we'd have to worry about that kind of thing. We'd have to worry about it. And these people have to. It's going to stifle free speech. 
without anonymity, you're going to get less free speech because people are not going to want to voice their opinions anymore. They're going to be afraid. It's going to be like living in a totalitarian society where people are afraid because the government. Not, that, that, it was never like living in a totalitarian society when we had far less anonymity in the past. It was actually a much freer situation. Now people's livelihoods are being canceled. That word cancel is, is affecting people's livelihoods. You rarely saw anything. I never, never. Never before the internet did I see anyone's one's life canceled in the matter that it, it happens nowadays. Never. And we had far, far, far less anonymity back in the 60s yes, than we canceled. do now. It's canceled now because people put things out there with their name and people know who they are and they can cancel them. If I put out an opinion as Mike Chopoli, my no, boss, yeah, if I put an opinion you, out there, if I put an opinion out there as the as, as the fighting libertarian, my boss doesn't know who I am. It's 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 the anonymous mob that attacks people and gets them canceled. People, people, people. There is a different way that people communicate when they when they are one to one, face to face, or name to name. That is, once they can identify a person, it changes the dynamic of how people communicate. It's far more honest and sincere. And I have a open. better idea. This, this is very similar, Mike. This is very similar to what happens when people get behind the wheel yeah. in their car, especially when it's behind the wheel I, of a car. I have a better idea. Glass. I, I have a better idea. I do. And my idea is if someone in their private time writes something on social media and their company fires them, they can get their fucking ass sued. OK, that is my better idea. That's the better idea. Why don't you have these companies mind their own fucking business and be afraid to fire someone for their opinions they express in their personal time where they're not being paid by their company? How about that? Well, we may we may very well need to change laws as far as as far as unemployment. Sorry, as far as employment goes as well to adapt to this new world. I agree. This new I agree. World, I agree. But this new world, but this new world is very dangerous. And the thing that makes it dangerous is that we are dealing with a form of communication to a degree that we have never had to deal with before. And it is changing the very psychology of human beings. That's dangerous shit because we don't know. We don't know. We haven't adapted to this to this new way of communication. We are trying to right now struggle with how to adapt to this new mode of communication. We created. A, a a machine with a shitload of ghosts in it. I'm sure you're familiar with the, the ghost. phrase ghost in the machine. This machine has so many freaking ghosts in it. We, ghost. it this, this is scary shit. But it's also new. It's, it's very new. It's all very That's new. That's why it's got so many ghosts. <laughs> right. But we're saying this will all be worked out. But I think if we're going to do it, if, if we really want freedom, if we really want freedom and freedom of speech and freedom of expression, and like you said, don't got to be anonymous, can be proud to put your name out there. We have to have a system where people don't have repercussions at work. Their livelihood taken away from your livelihood. It's very simple. Your livelihood should not be taken away from you for something you say in your private time. Period. Period. <laughs> I, I think that 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 something like that would be a an excellent idea and and something that would that possibly um, should be codified. Um, it, that's something that I think needs. That's I think that's word, something that needs to be discussed. Yeah, I think that's something that needs to be discussed, and it especially needs to be discussed nowadays. Back back then, back in the '60s, if something like that was to happen in the small communities that we had back in the '60s, if something like that was to have happened, then everybody in town 
would have known that this asshole fired someone from expressing their opinion, and there would have been serious retribution from the people in the town against that employer. And, and the employer knew that, so that prevented them from being such assholes. Right now, we have an anonymity to such a degree, it doesn't prevent anybody from being an asshole. If you want to find an asshole, you can find one within 30 seconds of logging on Twitter. No, you see, here, 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 you're right in a way and wrong in a way. And the, it, a lot of employers before wokeness, before the social media days, didn't really give a shit what their employees did in private time, right? They didn't give a shit because there were actually no repercussions for the bosses if their employees said things in private time. But now with the woke mob, as you call them, now they, they're the ones who put the pressure on the employer yeah, to fire people. An, you didn't yeah, have that anonymity. Right, you didn't have yes. that 30, 40 years ago. Now you no, have it, that. I know, but it's through their anonymity that this woke mob turns on people it's and the, but destroys it's not always, them. But Daniel, they're not always anonymous. They, I, they're not always so, anonymous. That some, some of the leaders aren't anonymous, but the mob is almost entirely anonymous. The mob that descends on, on, on these sites, the mob that doxes people, these people aren't using their real names. No, I just gave you two thumbs up for that comment because because it's true. A lot of them don't use their real names. That is absolutely true. But once again, this is almost like a it's almost like a domino effect. It's like people who write a comment about something don't use their real name because they're afraid of the mob. The mob doesn't use their right their rightful name because then they're afraid of getting the mob on them. It's like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like this cumulative effect of everyone. I know, and that is exact. I know, and that's Mike. That's exactly what I'm saying. We have a monster to deal with here. Yes, we have a monster to deal with here, but I don't think I have to tell you in reality, I don't think your idea of, of someone like Elon Musk or, or a social media platform saying you must put your real name is ever going to happen. You know why? Because then they lose 80 percent of their business. That's the I don't problem. think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think that um, that that there could that there, there could be a business element to this as well. Um, um, there'd be. Um, in every town, there could be a, 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 at least one place that you would go. You'd show them your real ID, your driver's license, birth certificate. Um, you would be given some sort of ID that allows you then you log on to, in order to get any Internet access at all. And you're on. P- people, I think, would I think that would change it into it, you. You would now be in a milieu that would be. That would be something that would be familiar to everybody because it's a milieu of communication that we have evolved to to deal with over hundreds of thousands of years. And that's the problem that we're messing with right now. People are communicating in ways that they are physically. I'm talking physically. I'm talking about this down to the structure of your DNA. Mm. You are not adapted to be using this tool. This is a new tool and we have we just have no real idea how human beings can act react and act with this thing in a way that is productive only or at least has a better balance between the destructive and the productive nature of this instrument we are exper- we are in a grand experiment right now and I, I, i'm just what i'm saying is this experiment if we keep if we keep it up with anonymity is going to keep creating Far more destructive, far more destruction, and at some point we are all going to say, and anonymity's got to stop. I, I am totally convinced that that, that is what's going to happen, huh? and I whether we need to, and whether we need to have additional protections yeah. for, for, for with respect to employment 
um, et cetera. That's, that's to be worked out. But this has to be worked out fairly soon or it's going Look, to keep even, on even causing far more destruction. Even before, obviously I have a podcast now, so anonymity is gone. But even before I had this podcast, I had no problem with giving my real name. I've, I've always given my real name. But like I said, I've always been in a situation where I really didn't have to worry about it. You know, the, on, the only time I was ever in a situation where I had to worry about that kind of thing is when I was running for Congress. And that was, you know, whatever it is, 14 years, 15 years ago, wasn't, internet wasn't as big as it is now, you know, but still there was the internet, there was, you know, Facebook and stuff, and, but it was in the earlier times. So it wasn't as dangerous as it is now, but I don't know. But like I said, that was the only time. And, and people who run for office obviously have to worry, right? They have to, they can't just say whatever they want because then the repercussions are the media will go after them. They'll lose votes, blah, 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 whatever, you know? So it, it's a, it's, it's a tough situation, but I've never really had a problem using, you know, my real name, you know, and yeah, th- think- that's a good place to be. That's a good place to be. Um, one, one last thing I want to, one caveat I want to, want to mention here is that there is a place for anonymity um, on the internet and in, in, in our communications in general. Um, um, we all we all know about what whistleblower laws, for example, um, and um, it is very appropriate when reviewing scientific literature, for example, to to use anonymity. Most publications will um, nowadays they give people more choice when, when you're a reviewer, um, but most publications um, it used to be that that, in, that for most pu- pu- publications the reviewers were entirely anonymous. Nowadays they give you a choice because. Some um, institutions, this is the way institutions do hiring. They they look at your publications, et cetera, and, and they, they tally up. They don't read any of your freaking papers. They have no idea what, how good your papers are. And they tally up these publications and they weight them by the um, impact factor of the journal that you're publishing in, et cetera, et cetera. And people want to have credit for the articles that they review as well. So now there's this move to if you want to uncloak your anonymity in your reviews, you can do so in order to get credit for your reviews. And and this becomes part of the score that employers at most academic institutions create for people when they're considering hiring people for academic positions. Um, so, there, But there is a big place for anonymity. And one is whistleblower um, situations. Another is in scientific reviews. Um, you cannot be an honest reviewer if you think that the person that you're reviewing is, if they're on an NIH panel or an NSF panel, and you're applying for grants for, for, for through that institution, institutions, um, you, you, you're going to withhold your actual true opinion about the publication that they just submitted, the paper they just submitted. And that is one situation in which there there, there needs to be anonymity if the reviewer so desires. Um, so there are reasons, there are good reasons to have an, anonymity in, in uh, in uh, the culture of human beings in general, right. um, in our communications. There are reasons for that. There's well, speaking, no doubt speaking, about speaking, that. Speaking, I'm not speaking, arguing against yeah. anonymity in general. I am right. saying I, when I'm saying that 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 we have that the degree of anonymity that we have right at this point is out of control. It has to be much more focused anonymity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, there, there's a great um, website called PubPeer out there that people can uh, scientists can log on to. You have to be affiliated with an educational institution in order to uh, get an account in the first place. And they verify that according to what your email server address is. And so people can get onto PubPeer and they can be critical, openly critical of uh, papers that have been published 
Right. And everyone will go, will go to this site. It's, it's, it's a site that people often go to um, when they read a paper or before they even read the paper to see what other people are saying about it so that they don't have to waste their time on a paper if it's a piece of crap. I got um, it. But and, and so it, yeah, it's a great it's, it's a great way. It's a it's a great okay. example want, of where anonymity that, is important. I want to take that idea and go into the whole thing of COVID, the way doctors were afraid. Still are. Yeah. They still are. They're, to speak out yeah. against it. Now, doctors were afraid to do that. So a doctor might want to get out some real information, right? Some real truth about the COVID, the vaccines, the masks, whatever it may be. So what wasn't it better? Isn't it better they can go on as like Dr. Truth and actually put the fact out there than have to put yeah, the, but, the, but, that, but, that way be afraid to do it because they have to put their real name? Right. But here's but here's the way it should have happened. It should happen in a way similar, similar to the way PubPeer ha- handles things that in order to publish on PubPeer, you have to have a, an email address associated with an educational institution that, that gives them some degree of confidence that the, that the person that is going to get on there and, and do reviews is somebody that's going to have expertise in this area. It's not going to be just someone getting on there and trolling and torching people. It's going to be someone that has some degree of expertise. So the pub peers should actually do a better job than they're presently doing. All they're doing at this point is saying that if you're affiliated educational, they should actually do a better job. Social media, you and I talked about that on social media. You've had many people on there with possibly their real names. Pretending they're yeah, pretending to yeah. be doctors, right? Exactly. That's why. And, and it would have been it would have been great if there was something like pub peer for physicians. There'd be you no. Know, here's an idea for any entrepreneur that's out there right now that wants to make a buck. Set up something like pub peer for physicians, so that the and and you have have to have a way of verifying their physician. You can get their PID, their 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 physician ID number. And and once that's verified, they get an account and then they can get on and they can publish criticisms anonymously. That would be and and, and then all of us without an account could get on there and read their accounts, just like with PubPeer. You don't have to, to have an account to read the criticisms. You just have to have an account to actually publish a criticism. That would have been a tremendous tool. Instead, we have this shithole Twitter at this point where anyone puts an MD for that, which could stand for Maryland after their name and people <laughs> freaking believe they're a doctor. I mean, this, this is just stupid. Yeah. Was, there was a lot of that. There was no doubt. A lot of that fake, fake MDs, fake PhDs, fake doctors, you know, they, 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 they put it in front. You're right. It, in a way, you're right. I think when it comes to a profession, like a doctor, you should be able to have to verify that you're a doctor. And there was really no system. There's no system of that in place where someone has to verify they're a doctor. Now, in real life, outside of social media, if you pretend to be a doctor, you go to jail, right? If you, <laughs> if you, if, if you actually practice medicine in some way, yeah. it, it, that, that is, if you're diagnosing or treating somebody, it, just diagnosing alone, don't even have to do anything treatment. Yeah, you can get shitload of trouble. <laughs> right. But on social media, you can put, I, could, I could put Dr. Micah Chopley. I could have been a doctor for three years, right? And people yep. say, oh, this guy, doctor, he knows. Me. Ep- epidemiologist, chief epidemiologist at, at Chitheal University. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. So that, there is true. I think when it comes to that, when it comes to like, I'm, I'm saying I'm a, I'm a professional, I'm a doctor. You know, they verify. This is a very interesting fact. Social media verifies. If I say I'm a, I'm a candidate for office, they verify that. They verify that. If I put I'm a candidate for office. 
but yeah, they don't well, verify if someone's a doctor. So there's, there's, there's a problem right there. So what if society is having an, uh, an engineering problem or a physics problem or a chemistry problem, you know, are you, then, then what? Are you going to have to verify that they're a chemist or a mathematician or engineer well, see, see, or whatever? They, they can easily verify if someone's running for office because you have to file, right? So they can easily yeah, verify. Yeah, I'm just saying, but I'm I, just I saying there's going to be lots of questions that come up in the future. They're not going to just be medical questions that are going to be of extreme importance to us. There's going to be engineering questions. There's going to be physics-related questions, chemistry-related questions, et cetera, et cetera, law-related questions. Um, you know, the way to just deal with this is just in general, and like I said, there's, there's reasons for having anonymity, and we can have inroads and on-ramps to that um, that are verified, um, but in general, we just got to get rid of anonymity. And I hate to say this, Mike, because I liked the Wild West of the Internet when it first started. But people learned quickly how to abuse the system. Mm -hmm. You know who's listening to you right now who's, who's on this? Cheech. Thinking, oh, I don't want to be a... <laughs> 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 Look, people, there are many people on call-in that have fake names, right? It's not They're not all real. Many of them are fake names you know and once again i think that is the point is that you're going to come on call in and you're going to say your name in other words i'm going to say hi i'm mike and i'm saying this and someone's going to recognize my name my voice and my name and go to my boss and say look i'm this guy's on call in every night spewing this hatred hatred and they're going to get in trouble so this look this is a, this is a very difficult problem it really is to figure to figure out it really is it's a, it's a difficult well, it's, it's it, it, acknowledging it as a problem is the oh, first step. i have so, a great so, example thank you you just reminded me when i'm running when i was running for office there was a guy now i was running as a democrat of course i'll never do that again i'm never going to vote for a democrat again but i was running as a democrat in 2006 and there was a guy who was like a higher up in the democratic establishment who didn't like me and he would go on he would go on once again, it wasn't social media. Wasn't he'd go on message boards? It wasn't as big as it was now, but and he would put up criticism about me that was fake, fake shit about me, right? Fake crap. But he wouldn't use his real name, obviously. So it would be like someone like uh, you know James Carville, who didn't like a, a a progressive running for office, and James Carville went on as Doctor Smith, writing horrible shit about someone in, in anonymity. And my my campaign manager was so brilliant. He was such a great computer guy that he was able, listen to this now. I can't believe I forgot the story. This is a great example of why anonymity shouldn't be allowed, Daniel. Uh, he was able to link his comments to his IP address. How, how brilliant is that? So that's not, we were able that's to, not, what? You can say something? I was going to say that's, that's, that's not something that, that almost any of us have the time or the energy. No, 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 no. I understand that. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying this is something everyone should do. I'm just saying he was brilliant enough to do it. It took time and effort. But he was able to do that. And we actually got this guy fired. We got this guy demoted, let's say, not fired, demoted from his chair chairmanship simply for doing that. But you see, the scumbag did it, wouldn't do it under his real name. He did it under yeah. an anonymous name. And that has happened many times on the anonymous uh, 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 and yeah. It has happened many times with people who use anonymous um, avatars, et cetera, uh, uh, in the last 10 years. There's been numerous examples of that where celebrity figures have gotten in on and published some shit. And then uh, and then then someone finds out that, uh, you know, that sleuthing that that, that uh, who they actually are 
and they verify it through their IP address. And then those people, you know, they, they suffer for it. And they suffer for it for two reasons. They suffer for whatever it was that they may have been saying and, and whatever abuses they've been, been may, uh, making. And they suffer for it because they're also trying to hide. Right. Exactly. And, and that is something that, that, that human beings naturally and for good reasons see as immoral. Yeah. Uh, you know, once again, I, in finishing this, I, I want to get into a couple other things. But in finishing this, I feel bad for the people who do it for the right reasons. They, they, they would ra- they'd like to put their name out there, but they're afraid they're going to get in trouble at work and lose their job. And, and, I feel, and, I, and of course, I, I don't like the people who do it just because they want to be scumbags and don't want to oh, have yeah. any responsibility. You know, yeah, so. I, I, to- I totally agree with you, Dr. Mike. That there are issues that need to be worked out, especially, I mean, the one that stands out, the biggest one is the employment issue that, that you stand out. And, and, and so, yeah, there are things that need to be worked out. Um, but th- I think we can all agree that th- this is really um, a, a fucked up milieu in which um, there, it's, it's easily manipulated. I mean, just think of bots, for example. Um, and you, these are people that not only are an, a- anonymous, they're not people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to believe Dr. Oz is a real name, but it is his real name. <laughs> it's, 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 it sounds like a fake. Oh, sp- before you go, speaking of anonymity, did you see that um, Elon Musk retweeted something David Sachs wrote? <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. I don't, I don't know who David Sachs is. Sachs, the colon owner oh oh david Sachs. i thought he said yeah. Sachs. no did, so elon musk retweeted did, something that david Sachs tweeted so evidently does, they, he have a they, black, they, does they david have a black and white check mark yes of course a blue check <laughs> you know you really should write to elon musk and tell him if he doesn't know that in that dark mode it's, it's a black and white check mark it's not a, yeah it's not a yeah blue. This has been the mode that, this, like I said, that, that my my Twitter app has been in ever since I I, I first um, logged on. Yeah. And with well, after Twitter I pay app. my eight bucks on Monday, you could tell me whether I have a black and white check mark or not if it works. Well, I'm sure I'm sure you will now. But um, it, it's it's nice that this was cleared up. I didn't even really know that there was a non dark mode that existed because man. That was painful to look at the screen when it wasn't in dark mode. I could I couldn't have done that for more. No, than when you're used to it, when you're used to it, it's nothing. But when you're not used to it, it must be must be difficult on the eyes. Daniel, thanks for the call. I appreciate oh, it. As always, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's burning my eyeballs out. Okay, yeah. have a good night. Right, thanks, Daniel. Thanks. Um, uh, what was I? Gonna... Okay, so what I was going to also get to quickly here is uh, uh, a couple of things of the election. Joe Biden tweets today, not Joe Biden, whoever runs a Twitter account, tweets today that um, if uh, if Democrats keep the House, keep the House and Senate, we're going to codify Roe v. Wade. I mean, how full of shit is this guy? This old fool. How, what have they been doing? What, what have they had the last two years? They've had the White House, the House and the Senate. Did they codify Roe v. Wade? How many times have the Democrats had the White House, the House and the Senate and they since 1970? <laughs> 51 years and they haven't codified Roe v. Wade. Now we're saying, oh, if you vote for Democrats now, we're going to codify it. Please vote for us. I mean, how desperate is this? I mean, this guy is such a desperate fool, a desperate fool. That it's it's absolutely pathetic that Democrats have really gotten to this point where they spew this garbage, this nonsense to try to get to the last minute grasp to get a few votes 
to pick off a few votes, a last-minute grasp where they say things like that and things like the other side's evil. They're satanic. You're satanic if you vote Republican. I mean, it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic what has become of that party. And like I said, maybe they always have been this way, and I just never saw it. Maybe I never saw the truth. But it's uh, it's pretty obvious now to anyone with half a brain their incredible desperation, their incredible desperation, where they cannot talk about the things that matter. They cannot talk about the things that matter. At some point, they must have gotten together in their focus groups and said, we're responsible for all these horrible things over the last two years. So we can't talk about we can't talk about crime. We can't talk about immigration because we've made it all worse. We can't talk about the economy because we're the reason why the economy was destroyed. We can't talk about inflation. We're the reason it's eight and a half percent. We're the reason gas is four dollars a gallon. So they can't talk about these things. They must have gotten together at some point and said, talk about other stuff. Whatever you got. What do you got? You got death penalty. You got Roe v. Wade. You got gay marriage. Go for it. You got the Republicans or or Satan Satan worshippers. Go for it. I mean, all this crap. All this crap that is really what they don't seem to get, though, is that it's going to be worse than if they just shut up. It's going to be worse now. It's going to be worse. Obviously, their COVID crap hurt them, but it's going to be worse than if they just shut up and didn't say all this nonsense. Doing all this is pissing more people off. It's pissing more independents off. And they know. We know independents make up half the electorate. We know independents focus on issues all the time. The issues of the day are what independents like. They don't like silly season political crap. They don't like wedge issues. They, they care about the issues of the day. And poll after poll after poll is saying that they care about the economy, immigration, crime. That's what poll after poll is saying. And yet Democrats are talking about Looney Tune stuff. So they're going to get what they deserve. They're going to get what they deserve. Um, another thing, this, I don't know if anyone has seen this. Fetterman put a new ad. I guess this is this is his closing statement ad on uh, on Twitter. Has anyone seen this ad? I'm going to play it. It's 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 more video. It's more. You should go on. Go on, John Fetterman. Or I, I don't even know if I don't know if they even like this ad enough to put on their stuff. I can't believe they ran this, and I can't believe they ran this less than a week before the election, in which they are now losing in the polls. But it's a takeoff. First of all, you got to be at least my age or older. I mean, they're trying to get younger people to vote Democratic, so you got to be at least my age or older to understand the this ad. It's a takeoff on that Coke and a smile thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because right, it's Pittsburgh against Pennsylvania. Who was that? The Pittsburgh Steeler who was in that ad. Um, but that was back in the 70s, wasn't it? So it's a takeoff on that ad where Fetterman is walking with a towel. And it, what's so bad about this is that we, all, we already know that Fetterman isn't there cognitively. But he doesn't seem to have any problem walking. But in this ad, he's walking as though he's an injured football player. So not only does he look horrible. You know, the way he his eight the eight hundred pounds overweight and he's cognitively he can't speak. And, and now in this ad, on top of that, they have him lumbering like he can hardly walk, like he's ninety years old. And you know, the kid comes up to him and they do the Coke thing. I'll 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 let you it's just it's to me it's pathetic. It shows how poorly Democrats are running their campaigns. 
I can't believe anyone would have okayed this. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Where's your suit and your flag pin and your hair? Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. You want a drink? Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. Jag off. Um, I'll tell you when you're older. Does it? Does it? Does anyone think? <laughs> does anyone think that ad's going to help him? I mean, it's absolutely pathetic. It's it. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. What's the idea here? So is it like to show him as a regular guy? I mean, they've gone out of their way to do that for the last year. He's a regular guy, right? He wears regular clothing. He wears jogging suits. He doesn't wear suits. He's not an elitist. He wears uh, jogging suits like you and I, even though no one really wears those things anymore unless they're overweight and they want to, you know, it, it's just, to me, it's so pathetic. I mean, you have a guy that's already, people think he's cognitively challenged. And then you have an ad that makes him look like he can't even walk lumbering the huge oaf lumbering oaf down the down the hallway and then the kid stops him and they do this coke and a smile thing which like i say unless you're at least 50 55 you probably don't even know what the fuck this go you don't know this is a takeoff on the coke and a smile ad i believe it was this franco harris and what does he say at the end does anyone know what he says at the end i can't tell what's a jack off what does the kid say at the end it's like they they end it then there's like this little little 10 second add-on at the end where they're sitting on the stairs together and the kid has a shirt on oh i think it says trump is it oh i think he's wearing a shirt the kid that says trump is a jack off or jag off what the fuck are they doing i mean this is how bad the trump derangement yeah, that's what happened yeah the kid's wearing a shirt that says i think trump is a jack off or jag off and he says what's a jag off and fetterman says i'll tell you when you're older is that is the trump derangement syndrome so bad that they think that that works? What is it? So what do they think? They think with people with like stage three Trump derangement syndrome, they'll give them stage four Trump derangement syndrome, and then they'll really vote for Fetterman? Who is that ad going to appeal to? Once again, is that ad showing Fetterman can't even walk, and the kid's wearing a shirt that says Trump is a jack-off, jag-off, they think that's going to appeal to independence? I mean... I, <laughs> It's absolutely mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. Did they think this was cute? What would the left say? I'm sorry, what would the, yeah, what would the left say if I did an ad and I, were, and I had a kid wearing a shirt or someone wearing a shirt in the ad and it said, Obama's a jag-off or Biden's a jag-off? What would, what would they say? 
when they say they say how how low how low what horrible political low brow political rhetoric it's probably going to lead to violence but they can do it you see well they can't do it he's going to lose and they're all going to lose terribly but how would you think that ad works and he looks so horrible in the ad you know who he looks like it looks like that movie henry portrait of a serial killer he looks like a serial killer i think normally he looks like a serial killer but in this ad he really looks like a serial killer I, I, it's 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 shocking to me that the Democrats think this stuff is going to work. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And another thing, if you're worried about wasting money, so many people are worried about wasting money. Um, Elon Musk is wasting money. Oh, I'm so mad that Elon Musk is wasting his own money. I don't care if the government wastes my money. I'm so so you worry about wasting money. You know how much money these these political consultants get to put shit like this up there. Do you know how much they get? They make millions of dollars, these people. They make millions of dollars. And they go from one campaign to the next. So they'll make a million and a half from this campaign. Whether he wins or loses, they'll get another job in the next campaign, in the next election cycle, make another million and a half, lose that one, and so on and so forth. They make so much money, these people. And this is the crap they put out there. I'm just It's just shocking. It really is. I'm going to do a last call for... Uh, See, this is the great thing. Let's call for, for calls if you want to call in. But Elon Musk is so funny. I mean, he responds to people and it's the funniest shit. Uh, Elon Musk is currently building a giant afterlife AGI that will simulate your soul for all eternity. He bought Twitter because he will reconstruct your essence from how you behaved here. And then Elon Musk responds, maybe we're already in it. <laughs> it's just he's a funny guy. He's a very, very funny guy. And I think just that humor alone, to me, is worth the eight bucks a month. And like Elon Musk has said, he's going to bring comedy back to Twitter. He's going to make comedy. He's going to make comedy allowed again. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't do comedy anymore in this woke society. We can't do comedy. It's not allowed anymore. <clears throat> so you know, that is um, uh, another reason to pay the eight dollars. But anyway, so. We're now officially, as I end this show, four days away, four days away from the election. It's getting so close. I'm so excited. On tomorrow night's show, we'll go over some of the polls going into the weekend. And then Monday will be our election eve show. And then Tuesday, I want to remind people, Tuesday, if you happen to be in the Bay Area, come on down by 7 p.m. Go on sfgop.org, sfgop.org, and RSVP for a big election night bash seven o'clock election night tuesday night show up we'll, we'll we'll drink we'll eat we'll have fun we'll laugh i don't think we'll cry but we'll definitely laugh we'll have a good time and that's election night um this show is called and let's be heard it's on monday night through friday night 11 p.m pacific 2 a.m eastern 7 a.m if you're in london my name is uh, mike kachopoli and i want you to remember always remember Vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. As always, thanks for listening. I'll see you right here tomorrow night.